the Leadership Lane. I'm Bruce Waller, your host, where I'm talking to leaders that are making a difference in the workplace and in the community. Uh, how did they get started in their careers and what are they doing to navigate in their leadership? And today I'm talking to a very special guest. Her name is Denise Snow and uh, Denise is with Interstate Batteries and she is a past regional manager in HR operations. She is currently in organizational development where she consults with the business distributors. And one of the reasons why I wanted to get Denise on the show today was because she is also a past recipient of being named employee of the year for two very large companies, uh, Starbucks, uh, we all know, and also with her company, Interstate Batteries. And so I wanna welcome to you to the show, Denise. Hi, Bruce, thank you so much. It's really an honor to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you here, and I, I just want to give a quick shout out. So um, we we have some we have some past. Like we both went yeah. to uh, college in Edmond at the University of Central Oklahoma. Uh, my wife right. is from Duncan. Denise is from Duncan. But yeah. uh, recently, uh, we were actually introduced by a good friend of mine, Sheila Shoup, a good friend of mm -hmm. yours as well, and said, mm -hmm. "Hey, we we should connect." And whenever she mentioned about you being recognized, uh, I thought, you know what, this is going to be a great show for our listeners. So I'm so glad yeah. and so thankful for Sheila for connecting us. I am too. Uh, Sheila is um, such an amazing friend. She is always looking at ways to connect people. It's, I think, her true heart. And so um, it didn't surprise me when she said, hey, I have someone you need to meet. <laughs> so. She is definitely a connector. Uh, if you do not know Sheila Shoup, uh, we're going to definitely post a link so you can connect with her as well. So yeah, definitely honored to have you on the show. I, you know, one of the things I'm really excited about, I mentioned was we're going to talk, we're going to dive into employee recognition. Uh, but right. first, I always like the, the, the listeners and the viewers to know a little bit about our guests. And so I would love for you to kind of share your story about, you know, your path to where you are today. Mm -hmm. Um, what led you through Starbucks and uh, Fast Signs and, and uh, with eventually with Interstate Batteries. Uh, share that story, where it all started. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, I grew up in Duncan, Oklahoma, small town. Um, pretty average childhood, average life, middle class. Uh, parents worked at Halliburton. Uh, my dad was uh, director of media relations. My mom was a paralegal. Two brothers, uh, middle child, so I, I think I do have middle child syndrome a little bit. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, just normal, just normal, um, as far as normal can be. I, you know, as I was preparing for this conversation, you know, I started to think back, um, you know, Sometimes when you talk to people, there are these pivotal moments in their childhood where they just knew what they wanted to be, or they just knew what their path was going to be. And um, I wasn't one of those kids, I think, um, uh, for different reasons. But, you know, I, I went through school and really an average student. I got average grades. Um, I was really, instead of academically focused, I was really more focused on the extracurricular activities and, um, and being involved and um, being around people. And 
I look back now and I, and I see that even today in, in, in my personality and how I like to show up at work. And it was the, the beginnings of, I think, leader, this natural leadership uh, tendency in me uh, was coming out in that. And so um, I really wasn't a big uh, fan of school um, as far as that. I liked it for the, the extracurricular social <laughs> activities, but I learned a lot through that that I didn't realize at the time that applied later in life. And uh, in fact, I like to tease, my senior year actually got a scholarship for being average. <laughs> that is great. I hadn't heard of anybody getting that. That's awesome. So I, I, it's a little tongue in cheek, but, but what it was, it was from the Boy Scouts of America. And what they were looking for was someone who wasn't like high on that academic, um, you know, uh, chart but had displayed leadership and you know a lot of involvement in activities and making a difference in just those that arena and I was honored to get that scholarship but I do like but but one of the criteria was is that you know it wasn't also someone that had amazing grades <laughs> and um so it was just I, I like to uh, reflect back on that and um, it's something I like to um, share and also kind of tease about, but that our best self, sometimes uh, we can allow society or, or things to determine what our best self should be and feel like we have to follow this prescriptive route. And uh, that's not always true for everyone. So um, the earlier I think we can learn to embrace who we are, and that we have our own unique pur purpose and path that God has laid out for us, then, um, and embrace that, then uh, life can be a fun adventure. So, but, um, you know, when I think about how did I get where I am, I, do you remember the, do you remember Highlight Magazine in the doctor's office when you were a kid? I don't remember that magazine. I remember always picking up a magazine. Usually it was like Sports Illustrated or something like uh, that. But. So I just remember Highlight Magazine. Maybe some of the viewers will remember that too. But it, it was for kids and it had stories. But there were always puzzles and things like that. And I do, you I do remember that now that you say that with the puzzles. Yes. Do you remember the puzzle where you had to go through a maze to yes. get? You know, all right. So... I look back and I, I feel like my life has kind of been one of those puzzles where I really hit a lot of what I thought were dead ends along the way. Hmm. Um, you know, I remember in high school, I had a lot of friends who knew exactly what they wanted to do, wanted to be um, a doctor, lawyer, journalist, you know, um, mom with kids. I mean, it's just, you know, there were those friends that, man, this is what I'm going to do. And, and they, they sought out and did that. And um, like I said, that really, that wasn't me. I, I was still trying to figure my, you know, my life out in my twenties. And, um, but it's really cool ending up where I am today, seeing how I got here and knowing that it was, uh, it was a, a plan and that the experiences along the way I needed to have um, in order for me to be the leader um, I am today the friend I am today, the sister I am today, 
Um, so it's really kind of cool looking back. Of course, in the moment, it seems completely frustrating. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of how I, I, I sort of see how my path shaped out with a lot of start and stops, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, I love how you said that. I, I love how you said it, it's a maze and it feels like you're at these dead ends. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's going to be a lot of people listening that are going to relate to that very same, um, very same thing. And uh, it, say for me, I remember whenever I got out of college and I started working for uh, the first company when I was in Dallas and I was thinking to myself, man, I, am I really making impact here? You know, and right. you're, you know, you're, you're, you're filled with, you know, these different thoughts of, am I, you know, am I really doing, being, being my very best? Like you said, bringing my very best. And what I realized today, uh, and by the way, many people that I talk to and, and have this podcast say the same thing. It's reflection. Mm. You know, it's a great time to reflect and we need to do mm -hmm. more of that. But as I think about today, I wouldn't be where I am today without, you know, uh, my first start in Dallas, you know, working uh, for a moving and storage company on the trucks, packing and moving and, 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 and to where I am today. So uh, very, very interesting how, how you put that. Yeah. I think people are going to relate to that. I think so. I think more people probably had uh, my journey versus the, hey, I knew when I was five, I wanted to be, you know, this and went to school and I'm still doing that today. Um, you know, life is very fluid and there's a, you know, of course there's value in, in both or, or just whatever your path is, there's value in that. Um, nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing to be can, you know, concern that it wasn't a tradition, what is considered a traditional path. So I think sometimes we can get caught up in, in that, um, trying to be normal when normal doesn't really kind of exist. <laughs> and so I, more I'm, worried about comparing my life to how someone else's life turned out and comparison can rob you of a lot of joy. And so really just accepting where you are today and knowing that um, of course, with hard work, with surrounding yourself with the right people, uh, you will, you'll, you'll get where you're supposed to go. Yeah you're, yeah, you're right on. Uh, my daughter, uh, when she went to college, she knew exactly what she was going to be. She was going to be a nutritionist. She knew mm -hmm. that from her sophomore year of high school. Um, yeah. But, you know, I remember I was in college and I was in accounting and then I was going to be a coach. And I, I mean, I just never... Yeah. I really do. I figured it out. I think I was 37 when I had that, that moment. Yes. And so it's different for everybody, but I think you're right. I mean, that it's uh, what you're doing today is going to help you for tomorrow, uh, wherever you're at. Right. And I love right. what you said about value. You have value in every, mm -hmm. in every season. Mm -hmm. I love that. So, um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious along the way, you know, have there be, been some people in your life, uh, whether it be business or, or personal, who are some people in your life that have kind of mentored you along the way and helped you navigate through that maze? There are several people that have been placed in my life along the way. And 
And then also I think people were probably wouldn't have said they were mentors, but they actually were. They, you know, kind of that informal, I think there's this formal person you sort of put in your life that you're going to let them speak into it and help guide you. And then there are so many other people that uh, come in and out of our lives that have a huge impact, even if it's just for a small season. Um, and so I'm very grateful for all of those people. A um, couple of individuals really stand out that I wanted to talk about today. The first was when I was at, I was still in school and I was working as a server bartender so I ended up working in restaurants a lot um, during school and trying to figure out my 20s because um, <laughs> I was on a, a long path at a time, you know, it's like, drag it out, Denise, let's just drag it out. Um, but his name was Carlos and he was the general manager of this restaurant and he saw something in me, uh, both the, the great qualities I had, but also things that would hold me back. Mm. And, and he always gave me chances to try new things. And one of the, and one of the things that he would do, if, if I had an idea, he would let me run with the idea. What he would coach me on though, is I, I had a tendency for perfectionism. Um, it's something for most of my life I've battled is, is when it starts moving from excellence or high performance into perfectionism. And that's dangerous. And I remember he would just sit me down days and say, okay, um, you did really great work here, but I need you to understand that we're not looking for perfect so you can relax because I would be so intent on making it just so perfect. And I really love that. And it was in such a gentle fatherly way that he was calling out something in me that could be destructive for my, my future. Um, you know, just being so caught up in things being a certain way or trying to control things to go a certain way that you either miss the complete opportunity or you don't have fun doing it. And so he, was the first person to see that in me and call that out and has stayed with me all of these years. Um, the other person, his name is Terry Connell. It was when I was at Starbucks, he was one of my managers. He really could take your current situation and, and make it a learning experience. It didn't matter what it is, what it, what, what was, I mean, you could just come in and ask a question and he would turn it into a learning experience. <laughs> That's the best. And, and make you think. And I, mm. it, it, you know, sometimes it'd be like, oh, really? But I so appreciate that too, because he knew that I was in the early stages of my career. Um, and early stages of really being able to not only come into my own as a leader, but also to develop and craft my skills. 
And so his constant challenge, his constant, okay, so let's look at that. Let's dissect that. You know, what are, you know, let's do a plus delta. What are the pros and cons? Let's, let's reflect back on that. He really taught me a lot to be self-reflective and to learn and to want and to enjoy and want to be a learner. And, and really that we should always be sharpening our saw as Stephen Covey says. And so he, he really instilled those values in me um, along with everything that we do has an impact. It can be a positive impact or it can be a negative impact. But everything we do and say has an impact and we're responsible for that and we're responsible for how it lands on other people. So both of those gentlemen really, they were courageous enough to call things out in me, both, both good and bad or opportunity, as some people want to say. Strengthened what was already strong in me, the, the gifts I had, and then helping me be able to see the things I needed to improve on and know that it's not a criticism. It's not a critique. It's, Hey, if you really want to be effective, if you want to be successful, these are things that you're going to have to learn to manage, overcome, find a different way. <laughs> um, because many times those things that we need, we do need to correct or, or work on, can impact our ability to influence or, or create change or, or accomplish what those, whatever those goals are that we're, we're trying to do for ourselves or the organization. Um, so those two men really, um, and there are, there are others, but those are the two that um, challenged me and challenged my way of thinking and set me on a different path. Love, love, love that. I'm, I'm already a big fan of Carlos. I, I, I use the word empower uh, whenever I think about what you said. And of course, uh, Terry, uh, making you think. Uh, and uh, we need more of that. You know, you mentioned something that I think a lot of people are going to relate to. And that is, you know, there are a lot of people that try to get things perfect before mm -hmm. they will take, before they will move it forward. And um, I, it reminds me of the quote by Vince Lombardi. He always talks about, you'll never... Uh, catch perf uh, perfection, uh, but you can pursue excellence right, right along the way. You know, uh, you were talking about people that have mentored you, but you know, I was actually doing a little bit of research when I was uh, think you know when our I knew our conversation was going to come up, and um, I was actually looking at somebody giving you a recommendation. And so a lot of times you don't realize that you know you have these mentors, but you're also mentoring others. And uh, there was a, um, a, a, a recommendation that said, Denise is a motivator and an excellent mentor for me <laughs> as I add my communication skills as a manager. And I thought, you know, uh, it's interesting how we have these mentors in our life. And because uh, people have invested in us, then all of a sudden we are investing in others along the way. We are. Well, I think we have a responsibility, truly, in that. Um, as human beings, as um, fellow coworkers, or um, just with people in our lives, I think that there, if we look back, I believe most individuals, if not all, can look back and at least see one person that pulled them up and, or held them up. 
or <clears throat> um, stood by them, whatever, whatever that looks like. And of course we have choices in life to make. And one of those choices I truly believe is to pay that forward and, and to see, you know, I try to think back to Carlos and Terry and, and you know, they saw things in me I didn't see. And they, they affirmed me in those things and made me think and, and accept and believe it. Because that's the other thing too, you can have people tell you all day long what your strengths, your talents or your gifts are, or, hey, great job on this. But if you can't receive that and believe mm. it, you know, that's really important. And, and we all struggle, I struggled with that. I think, I don't know if women struggle with it more than men. Um, I just, I know I talk to a lot of, uh, of women and we share a lot of those same um, challenges and insecurities as far as being able to just receive a compliment or receive a, you know, a, a great job or way to go, or I see this in you. And, and so one of the commitments I've made um, is to be able to do that. And, you know, for others is to see things in them and affirm them and help them and bring that out and, and to believe that they have a purpose and um, a calling on their life, that there's things that they're here to achieve and, and to accomplish. That's fantastic. So that, that is from an informal mentoring, and, and then I, I am involved in some mentor programs where I work with, with women and just find true joy in that as well. Love that, love that. We also have a mutual friend, Tony Bridwell, and yes. he had, uh, you know, he, 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 he describes that uh, as uh, uh, seeing your uh, blind spots mm -hmm. um, is what uh, uh, Carlos and Terry and, and, and great yeah. mentorship does. And so, but that's a great segue. You know, you're talking about receiving, receiving. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was employee recognition. Yeah. You know, um, I remember when I was uh, provided uh, I think it was volunteer of the month or volunteer of the year for Dallas HR back in 2009. And I said that we don't volunteer to be recognized, but it's great to recognize people that are making impact mm -hmm. along the way. And so uh, I want to talk about this because I, I, I employee recognition, there are some companies that do a fantastic job at this. And then there are other companies that don't really see a lot of, value in that or they may see value in recognition but it's just not loud and proud right uh, of course and so uh, i would love for you to just share your story um being recognized as employee of the year for starbucks can you kind of just like what's that share that starbucks story um you know what was your role and what led you to re to be able to receive uh the employee of the year yeah, it was called the Spirit of Starbucks Award, okay. and it was <clears throat> at a time when, so the majority of my career at Starbucks, I was in training and development okay. and in HR, the, uh, uh, the field HR team, and so it was at a time when I was in that role, and the thing about Starbucks and also we'll talk about in a little bit about interstate batteries is the it, it's 
team member or its, its uh, employee peer-to-peer um, nomination. Okay. And so it's your peers nominating you for an award. And it's, it's the things that they say, the things that, that cause them to put up that award that then um, I, I, I'm assuming a leadership role looks at and, and makes the determination. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that that makes it so much more valuable, at least for me, knowing that my, my peers saw that in me and, and saw a value of, of my contribution to the organization. And so um, with the spirit of Starbucks, it really, a lot of, of it was woven around our, our values okay. that we had and, um, and the things that our culture, you know, that made up our culture um, from a contribution standpoint. It was less about the things that we did or accomplished and more about how we show up. Mm. And that was a big, a big uh, beautiful thing that Starbucks taught me. It was a great place to grow up professionally because not only did, you know, it was at a time where they were just launching their growth, you know, the early nineties into the two thousands. So there was a lot of ability to be creative. There was a lot of ability to, um, take risks to be able to throw ideas out and they go, yeah, I'll go try that. And, mm. and so it really allowed you to be spontaneous and part of the solution. So, so that was great, but put a big in, impact or a big, um, uh, it was a, it wasn't just how you do it, but it's, or what you did, it was how you do it. Let me mm. try to get that right. So mm-hmm. it, it's one thing to, do or accomplish something, but how did you show up? How did you do that? And and that's what uh, the Spirit of Starbucks Award was more about, was the way in which you accomplished your things. Did you show um, Servant's Heart? Did you show, um, I'm trying to remember them now, um, but, uh, you know, love and, and all of those things. Did you put others first, those, those types of, of values that um, was, was and probably still is important to, to that organization. So uh, that's fantastic. So um, how long were you at Starbucks? Just right at 14 years. Okay. So 14 yeah. years. And were you, uh, were you in Seattle or were you in Dallas at the time or, or where were you at at that time? Mainly based out of Dallas, they did move me to San Antonio for about five years to mm-hmm. open the San Antonio Austin market. Um, was in Houston for a short stint of say seven months because a regional office was put there, and so I was moved there. But most of my time, and then I came back to Dallas. Okay. Um, and. So- uh, yeah. So how did that, how did that make you feel um, whenever you, I mean, first of all, how did they tell you that you uh, were going to receive the spirit of Starbucks? How did they tell you? And then, yeah, how did they recognize that? We were in a big zone meeting, a zone meeting. So our zone was several states. Um, and at the time, I'm not I'm not remembering exactly how many, but it was a store manager, district manager gathering. And we were sitting in one of the general sessions 
and new, you know, awards were being given out throughout the day. And um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, her name is Suzanne, got up and started to talk about someone she worked with on a regular basis. And, and um, the more she talked, I'm going, is she talking about me? <laughs> me? Um, and uh, so then, um, and so that's how I, I found out was, you know, that. So you know, in front of a lot of people. She, yes. Yeah. And it was, it was really touching because again, you don't really know that you're making a difference or the impact that you have. Um, we can get so bogged down in the day to day, um, the things that go wrong or the, the challenges of our work. And um, we can forget that there's still impact that's being made. And um, so that's, it was yeah. really precious. And I, it, it, again, it, it made it more valuable to me mm. uh, because of, of how I was nominated, who actually uh, presented the award to me. It wasn't, you know, the VP of, of our zone. It was a coworker that, um, that I, I worked, you know, arm in arm with on a daily basis. And so it made it extremely special that way. Oh man, that is great. Folks, you need to be listening to this. This is fantastic. Uh, coworkers were involved um, that made it even more personal. I, I love that. Let, let's, uh, let's pivot just uh, over to Interstate Batteries. So you go over to Interstate Batteries and replicate. Um, you were also <laughs> honored as an employee of the year. Tell, tell me about that story. Yeah, yeah, this was just last fall, 2019, team member of the year. Again, it's, you're nominated by peers. Um, and then when, and it's really, I think it's so creative how you find out Interstate has done an amazing job of really making the whole day special. So it's called Green Day. Okay. Um, everyone, is, we shut the office down, we go somewhere fun. Sometimes, you know, there's a theme and you can dress in costume. Um, it's really fun because the executive team will do some type of variety show of some kind that makes us laugh. And, you know, it's fun to see uh, people in a leadership role just let their hair down and, and have fun. But what's really cool is, so you know you're nominated and you know there's um, several, several people, it's a really big organization, so several people are nominated. And how you find out is you're sitting in the audience and, and what they do is they, they go to your friends and family and ask them to make a video, congratulatory video, and they cobble all those together and so you're sitting there and all of a sudden you see, you know, your best friend on the screen oh. or, you know, someone important in your life going, hey, Denise, um, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. And, um, and so you're sitting there and, and not only, you know, has your company recognized you, but your friends, again, are affirming you and celebrating with you and being able to be the ones to break the news to you. And so it. It's, I will have to tell, I mean, at first I was just, I was like, is that, yeah, I was going, that looks like something, you know. <laughs> um, and just to be able to sit in that for a moment 
And again, we have to though be able to receive it and um and know that you know people um you know trusting that you know people are this is genuine you know i i wonder sometimes you know i've heard you know people tell me before that so i got this award or i saw someone got this award but i don't know that they got it for the right reason and you know and that's that's always a, a that's not a good thing to feel right um mm -hmm. And um, so the, the way that Interstate Batteries and Starbucks both, you know, that it, you know, it's, it's genuine, it's authentic. That's recognition at its greatest form, I believe, whether it's <clears throat> a big, you know, employee or team member of the year award, or if it's, um, we also at both organizations have had, what Starbucks is called um, the Green Apron Award, and it was something that you could just do on the spot to recognize someone in the moment. We have the saying they're called Green Stars at Interstate, but even those could be considered a small contribution, can make a difference either to a project um, or to the, um, you know, the result that you're trying to get as a team. Um, or just making, taking something that was working, but making it better. So it encourages, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit almost mm. to, to want to uh, look at things and how can, you know, is this good enough or how can we make it better if it's not and, and really get in there and work together around that. Man. So, I, I love that. Now on interstate, you mentioned on Starbucks, it's really about how you're showing up, right? Mm -hmm. Living the, the values and driving those values. Um, I know interstate is also known to be a values driven company as well. Was that, was that similar? It's very similar. We, we talk a lot about our purpose and values. Um, and, you know, being a, a private company and, you know, our founder, Norm Miller, such an amazing man and has made a huge impact on this world, actually. And, um, you know, we, our, our purpose is to glorify God as we deliver the most reliable source of batteries to the world. So if that gives you any insight into um, what grounds our organization, it, it's that the values of, of integrity and love and servant's heart and um, fun, courage, all of those things, excellence, it, those are the things that, again, when you look at, okay, we achieved this, did we achieve it with those, you know, showing up in that way? Um, and so that that's really important also in our organization, especially during this time right now with, you know, the uncertainty of, of, you know, COVID and all of these other things that are impacting businesses. And, you know, we support a system of distributors that are, they own their own business. And if you, you know, just trying to have that empathy and putting yourself in their shoes of what it must be like to be a small business owner right now with all of the complexities that COVID is creating that, you know, the social unrest is creating and, and then how are we showing up as that 
supporting, um, you know, it's our responsibility to support and, and provide resources for them to be successful. And, um, and knowing that difference between, okay, here's something we're giving you to be successful. So here's a tool or a resource or, you know, hey, we're just here to listen or tell me, you know, tell me what's going on in your business. You know, they're, each one is experiencing a different set of circumstances and it's not a, it's not a one size fits all solution. So our purpose and values helps make sure that we, we do both. We do both. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Um, and, and we're the same where I work at at Armstrong Relocation. We're, we're driving everything by, uh, we call it our DNA, and that, that's our values. And everything we do, all the decisions we make are, are surrounded by that. And that's what keeps us grounded, uh, keeps us going. I love what you, um, I, first of all, thank you for sharing those stories because I think what the message here is that um, it's really at the end of the day, it's about how we're showing up and taking accountability for ourselves to show up every day, uh, driving whatever mission and those values are for that organization. Um, you know, wh whether we get recognized or not, it's going to make us a better, uh, a better leader and a better person, right? It, it does. Because, you know, and, and we know the, what that, there's a saying that, you know, everyone's a leader. Um, leadership doesn't require a title and, and everyone has the ability to influence. And when you think about what organizations need are, are people that can um, deliver, of course, on the, the goals and the objectives and the results needed but also being able to speak into or provide more uh, feedback or influence sometimes to how it gets done and, you know, the courage to do that. That's showing up in a way that isn't just going in and punching the clock. It's um, contributing and, and your idea might be used or it may not be used. That's okay. Um, you know, they say that the, you know, great ideas don't just come from the top. It comes from people who actually work in it every day. And so your voice is, in, knowing your voice is important no matter what your title is. You're a leader, you're an influencer, and you have something important to contribute. Oh my gosh, that is so good. That's fantastic. You know, um, I love how you segued to leadership because, you know, I talk about leadership and, and leadership's every day, right? Mm -hmm. When you decide that you are going to lead, it's every single day. And one of the things I like to do um, with this show is to try to pull out a practice, uh, something that um, a leader does, someone that is driving in that leadership lane, um, a practice that you have Mm -hmm. uh, each day. And so I was just wondering if you could just share what's a, what's a day in the life of Denise Snow look like uh, from the time you get up to the time you end the day? What, do you have anything in particular that you do every day that keeps you on track? I, I don't know about keeping on track. Um, keeping on track to me means that 
from the moment I get up to the moment I lay my head down, it, I pretty much followed a prescriptive route mm -hmm. of some kind to get things done. And I, I would say that's not really my life right now. I've, I've had roles like that. And um, so it's very fluid. It, you know, the, the, the responsibilities I have can take me down different pathways at any given moment. So what I try to do is, of course, prioritize the things that really need to get done, but build in time in my day for shifting and flexibility. Mm. <laughs> you know, time blocking is one of those, uh, I think, practices many people know, probably pr a lot of people practice. Um, it's great because it does allow uh, for shifting, for being able to move things around because you build in time for that. So you're, I guess one of my practices, I do not book my day. I do not fill up my calendar with stuff. Um, I leave time, open time, blocking out time for maneuvering <laughs> and being able to take on a challenge that might come up in that, in that moment or um, it comes up and I can finish what I'm doing, but because I know I've got time later on that I can either deal with that or shift what I'm working on to that time and still meet my goals. So I think from a practice standpoint, that's one of those things that is very valuable for me. And um, knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to, you, mm. you have to learn to say no to things both at work and in your personal life. We've all been there where we've overcommitted, and that is not a good feeling. <laughs> so I stand at I, the front of the line. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, you know, we want to, what's that saying? Uh, you want to, um, oh, it's over, you can overcommit and not deliver. Oh, right. Like yes, yes. Overpromise and underdeliver. Overpromise and underdeliver. I don't want to be an overpromise and underdeliverer. I right. Wanna, I want to, I want to wow people as much as I can every day. So, um, so those are two practices that, that I have. Um, the other thing I do is at some point in the day, I spend time with God and get centered around that. And um, in his word, I, that's important for me. And, um, and just spend time in reflection on either what's currently happening or what I'm learning. Um, I mentioned sharpening your saw. Mm -hmm. That was something I learned from Terry Connell that we should always be improving ourselves in learning, whether it's taking a certification class or reading a book or listening to a podcast. We need, we need to always be feeding ourselves, feeding our minds, you know, our bodies, our spirit, so that we can be our best um, when the moment calls for it. So those are things that I like to do um, most every day to make sure that, that I am well fed and, and well prepared for whatever the day will bring. Yeah, I love, I love that you shared uh, continuing to invest in yourself and your development uh, that whenever I wrote the book, Find Your Lane, uh, that's basically what I was talking about is like every, there's a lot of different ways to be successful. You just have to find your way. But at the right. end of the day, everyone has that 
that common thread that they're continuing to be lifelong learners, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, along the way. So, and I love how you said uh, we have to learn to say no when it mm -hmm. doesn't align uh, with what we're trying to achieve. And I had David Winley, the CEO with uh, IQ Talent Partners. He's also the chairman of the Sherman Board. He really preached on that. And I, I find that uh, leaders that are really, really making impact, they, they get that. They know uh, when to say no uh, mm -hmm. because they look at that calendar and they don't fill it up like you're talking about. They, they're time blocking, but they're leaving in that. Uh, I love how you talked about the shifting and flexibility um, mm -hmm. opportunities there. Uh, hadn't heard it shared like that, but that, that is, I think that's very important. It's, it's my, I, don't, I know this could be in a book somewhere, but one of the things that I even impart on team members that I've led before is that, that don't plan well. And, and I have to say, it comes easy for me. I'm, I'm an organizing geek. I am. I, I'm a planner. Um, I am very strategic. So those, those things come easy for me and it doesn't come easy for others. And I understand that. And, you know, what I've learned though in my life is the more I'm planned, the more it allows me to be flexible. Mm. That may seem counterintuitive, but in, in it's something I've tried to coach and impart on, on other people, um, especially if they struggle with, with planning is, because you, it allows you to know what you have, right? What is in your bucket for the day? Because there are things we can always shift around. But if you constantly are finding yourself being surprised, you know, by things and then not getting anything done by the end of the day, you know, that would be something I would just encourage someone to look at and go, okay, I need to get a better handle on how my time is utilized and starting with being planful and, and knowing what you need to fit into that day um, is to me a first step because it allows you then to know, okay, I don't really have to get this done today. I can move this over so I can deal with this situation or you know what, I'm gonna have to say no to that today, but hey, can we talk about that on Thursday? You know, it gives you, because you know what's going on in your world, so. Love it. Love it. Okay. So uh, speaking of planning and organizing, I, I'm, I'm curious, um, mm -hmm. do you use, do you still use a paper planner or do you use your phone for all your planning? I, I'm pretty digital or electronic now. Um, I shifted. Wow. I don't even remember. It's been a while, but mainly my uh, outlook calendar. Okay. Um, is is my go-to sometimes sometimes I use Evernote okay Evernote right now I will say that I still take I still journal oh but work and personal there's something about writing instead of for me then typing when I'm thinking or processing that it's just more successful for me I find that I'm my create my brain just from a creative standpoint just sort of blossoms when I'm writing versus typing. So I still do take uh, notes down. I don't take notes electronically, but as far as organizing my day and having structure, it's, it's usually it's 
just my Outlook calendar that I need that I need to use. I even, you know, if I need to block out time to take care of personal tasks, whatever, I'll, I'll put it in there. Man, I'll tell you, I have, I've shifted back and forth so many times, but I'm, yeah. I, 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 I use a paper planner and mm -hmm. I, a big time blocker, all the, a lot of things you said, but what I do is with my, my electronic, I actually will add like my top three, um, I call them, I call them wins now, W-I-N, what's important now. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll put my top three in my electronic calendar to make sure those get done. Mm -hmm. And if I don't get a lot of other things done for the day, at least I knew I got those things done. So no, this has been, this has been fantastic. I, listen, I could, I could talk to you about this all day long. This is so good. It's uh, good stuff. It is. Yeah. So, okay. So the last five or 10 minutes of the show, uh, I like to call it, uh, it's time to accelerate. Uh, so I was going to ask you a few questions here. Uh, first, I heard you talk earlier about a book and a podcast. What, what did you, what would you rather, uh, would you rather read a book or listen to a podcast? Ooh, that's hard. I think right now podcasts. Mm, yeah. There's so much going on. There's so much. There's so much. I'm wanting to learn right now about some things and in the in podcasts because you can get such a diverse voice so mm. quickly, you know, in like 10, 20 minute mm. um, buckets. I mean, so that's really for me right now. Yeah. I think it replaced books. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. How about, uh, you got a favorite food? I don't have a favorite food. I, I like everything. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I even like to explore new things. So mm. I, I do have kind of the things that sh I won't, mm -hmm. don't even ask me mm -hmm. to, to eat. And that's, but for the most part, I, I like trying new things. That's why I like to travel is to be able to take in um, whatever that area, whether it's here in the U.S. or abroad, is, is to really spend time and appreciate the food that they, that they, that they eat. Well, speaking of travel, have you, is there a favorite place you've ever visited? Wow. Um, Favorite place I have visited. Or what, or maybe a place that you'd like to go to uh, post-COVID, well, of I've, course. Yeah, the place I'd like to go to is a place I've never been. Oh. And that's just, I, I always want to go to new places. Uh, I think I, I will have to say that one of the most meaningful trips I've had in the last few years, there's been two, one to Lebanon, one to Greece. And that was purposefully a mission trip to work with refugees. Mm. And, and, and the reason I, I, I share that is because there's, um, when you think about life enriching opportunities, anytime that we can serve, anytime that we can immerse ourselves into a culture for even a short amount of time and we leave 
expanded in that and understanding and, and more empathetic around uh, what is going on. You know, not every trip has to be that, but those those tend to yeah. be my favorite. Yeah. Is coming back from experiences like that. And it doesn't even have to be a mission trip. It could be just if you're on vacation, just decide to go off, go off course, <laughs> you yeah. know, go go experience something local, get to know the people in the community and, and learn from that. Um, those are things that are, are really special. That's, that's the, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I love that. I'm with you. I have a, I have a bucket list hit all 50 States and I'm, uh, I've got a few to go. And so that's where I want to, that's where my favorite place is where I haven't been yet. I love that answer. So I have a final question for you, uh, mm -hmm. Denise, and this is a question I like to ask, all of my guests and and the question is this uh, what does 10 years older Denise she's knocking at your door today what is she telling you enjoy the moment um, appreciate the moment today um, the life that you have today and quit worrying about tomorrow um, would be the advice. Um, I think especially again now with all of the unrest and uncertainty, it's easy to worry about tomorrow. And But we're sure that we don't have to worry about tomorrow. And, and so just really making the most out of the day that I have today and, and enjoying it and appreciating it and appreciating the people in it would be the advice I would give. And so I'm glad that I'm saying that out loud now because it's just a reminder for me today to enjoy today. <laughs> not, oh, not oh my gosh. Tomorrow. <laughs> that is a great reminder. Oh, that is awesome. Well, I've enjoyed today. Uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. So if, if for, for the listeners and the viewers, if they want to learn more about you or connect with you, how, how could they get connected? They can find me on LinkedIn okay. um, for sure. And uh, I think that, I mean, that would be an easy way for anyone to get in touch. I can certainly share my email address or, or you know, just whatever would be helpful. Um, but I would love to connect with people. I, I find that there's, there's always something beautiful about an, a new relationship, whether it's just in the moment or if it's something that turns into a long-term or a long-time friendship, um, we need each other, um, especially right now. And, uh, you know, if there's people that are feeling really super isolated, um, now's the time to be reaching out to people for sure. So love that. Uh, but I'm good with recommend, you know, with sharing any information, um, that, you know, is, is appropriate. Yeah, for sure. I will uh, put your contact information in the show notes so people can uh, reach out to you and get connected. You, listen, this has been so much fun. You're definitely driving in the leadership lane. It's been an honor to have you on the show. And I, I just want to just say thank you for coming on and just sharing your, like your perspective. And I know this is going to help a lot of people. So I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you for allowing me to share a little bit about my story. And um, it's just 
so fun to spend more time with you and to hear a little bit more about you as well. So you're, it's a good thing you're doing. Love it. Appreciate you, my friend. Have a great day.